Hi there, this is Omar Crook, host of Living with a Genius. I want to personally thank you for your financial support. Your donation helps keep this show chugging right along, and I truly couldn't do it without you. As always, thanks for listening. Be kind, do good work, and until next time. Here's Living with a Genius for November 27th, 2020. It's the birthday of one of my favorite writers, James Agee, born in 1909, Knoxville. Agee, like many artists in history, suffered tragedy at an early age. He was just six years old when his father, a postal worker, died in a car accident. After his father's death, Agee attended boarding schools before earning an A.B. at Harvard University, where he edited the literary magazine The Harvard Advocate. He worked as a journalist for Fortune magazine until 1939, and in the 1940s, Agee wrote some of the first serious film criticism for The Nation and Time magazine. Agee's prose style is famous for its lyrical, exploratory qualities. His examinations of life, self, and art are frequently leavened by a caustic wit. As well as a novelist, essayist, poet, and film critic, Agee was an accomplished screenwriter in his own right writing both The African Queen, starring Humphrey Bogart and Katharine Hepburn, and The Night of the Hunter, with Robert Mitchum and Shelley Winters. Despite his extraordinary work, Agee enjoyed only modest public recognition during his lifetime. But since his death, his literary reputation has indeed grown. In 1957, his novel A Death in the Family, based on the events surrounding his father's death, was published posthumously and in 1958 won the Pulitzer Prize for Fiction. But it is his collaboration with photographer Walker Evans in his book Let Us Now Praise Famous Men, which has grown to be considered Agee's masterpiece. The work documents the lives of impoverished tenant farmers during the Great Depression. Although it is in keeping with Evans' work with the Farm Security Administration, the project was initiated not by the FSA, but by Fortune magazine. Let Us Now Praise Famous Men grew out of an assignment that Agee and Evans accepted in 1936 to produce a Fortune article on the conditions among sharecropper families in the American South during the Dust Bowl. It was the time of U.S. President Franklin Roosevelt's New Deal programs designed to help the poorest segments of the society. A.G. and Evans spent eight weeks that summer researching their assignment, mainly among three white sharecropping families mired in desperate poverty. They returned with Evans' portfolio of stark images of families with gaunt faces, adults, and children huddled in bare shacks before dusty yards in the Depression-era nowhere of the Deep South, and A.G.'s detailed notes. Ignored on its original publication in 1941, the book has since been placed among the greatest literary works of the 20th century, both by the New York School of Journalism and the New York Public Library. Let Us Now Praise Famous Men sold only half its press run following publication, but since then has won high praise over the years and is routinely studied in the U.S. as a source of both journalistic and literary innovation. Agee's impact was not only felt in the literary world, but his poetry has contributed to some of the most sublime music 
ever written. The great American master Aaron Copland was compelled to write his opera, The Tenderland, after reading Let Us Now Praise Famous Men, using as his main character a Dust Bowl-era itinerant farmer who falls in love with a sharecropper's daughter as he passes from one farm to the next. It's a coming-of-age story, it's poignantly American, and it's one of my favorites. A.G. had a profound effect on much of the music that sings to the predominantly sentimental side of my personality, and his words are set by many of my most favorite composers. Along with Copland, Samuel Barber also set sections of A.G.'s work to great effect. His exquisite Sure on the Shining Night was set from A.G.'s poem Permit Me Voyage, and is compulsory among singers of classical repertoire in music schools across the country. Barber also set prose from A.G.'s preface of A Death in the Family, which is independently titled Knoxville, for his sublime work for soprano and orchestra, entitled Knoxville, Summer of 1915, which is so extraordinary that it should be on everyone's bucket list of music to hear before you die. A lifelong drinker and smoker, A.G. died of a heart attack on May 16th of 1955 in a New York City taxicab at the tragically young age of 45. Selections of his papers are held at the University of Tennessee at Knoxville, where there is a library named in his honor. Besides Barber's version, Sure on This Shining Night has been set to music by many masterful composers, including Rene Clausen. Randall Stroop, and Morton Lordson. Here is Lordson's achingly beautiful setting to James Agee's immortal poem, Sure on This Shining Night, recorded live by the incomparable University of Utah Singers. Thanks for listening. Be kind, do good work, and until next time.